and welcome to the Insatiable Appetite. I'm Davey McHenry, Senior Vice President of Operations, and joining me today is my colleague, Shelley Belanco, Senior Vice President of Business Development. In today's episode, we'll share some highlights of the Hartman Group's soon-to-be-released syndicated research, Food Sourcing in America 2022. Shelley, this is our sixth syndicated project dedicated to food and beverage procurement in the past decade. What do you think has been some of the biggest changes to setting this topic that the Hartman Group has made since 2012? Well, for one, as shoppers have embraced online shopping, we've come to study in-person and online food and beverage sourcing within the same study, whereas in the past, we used to treat them as separate topics and treated them in separate studies. And the same is true for food service. And secondly, given tech innovations and data collection tools, as well as the lingering COVID-19 pandemic, we've used more digital data collection tools, which has moved us actually closer to the way people shop today which involves a lot of digital tools ranging from social media for inspirational and digital coupon apps for discounts to digital ordering platforms from retailers, food service providers, as well as third parties like DoorDash or Instacart. It's true that we aim to stay as close to the ways consumers live and shop as possible. And we certainly had to adapt our methods during the pandemic, much like consumers adapted their shopping. A key question I remember discussing as a team during those early days in the pandemic was exactly how much of the changes in shopping we were seeing were going to be temporary adjustments versus those that were going to be longer-term changes in behavior. And one of the key findings this year is that the habit of online shopping is fully ingrained in shoppers' lives in our, hopefully, almost post-COVID world, with 63% of shoppers having shopped online in the past 30 days. But we've also returned to in-person shopping in mass with 99% of shoppers reporting they've shopped in person during the past month. So we find that online shopping continues to grow, but mostly by those people who are really dabbling in the method. Right. Online shopping has not completely taken over. 53% of in-person shoppers who reported that they hadn't shopped online in the past 30 days say the biggest barrier to online shopping is that they just enjoy shopping in person more. Clearly, shoppers are starting to feel it's safe to return to stores, and many shoppers prioritize shopping in person over even the specific retailer to be shopped. And as you might guess, this is true of more people who shop only in person than hybrid shoppers, which are people who shop both online and in person. But what's ironic is that even though in-person shopping is beloved for reasons of enhanced discovery, personal control, and the social or experiential benefits, it appears that an enjoyable shopping experience is a hard thing to find these days. In fact, shoppers are turning to online shopping to avoid unpleasant interpersonal experiences, such as overcrowded stores with disgruntled or rude fellow shoppers, as well as being around burned out or apathetic staff. And a very troubling finding from this research is that over half of shoppers are concerned about in-store violence or hostility. Yeah, that is troubling. What I found interesting this year is that shoppers appreciate the convenience and cost savings benefit of online shopping over its safety benefits. We also heard that online shopping is helping shoppers maintain their grocery budgets as they're less tempted by impulse purchases which is really important for some shoppers who are really struggling with the high prices inflation today. We learned that 21% of shoppers are trying to avoid impulse buying. And the research also shows that 53% of shoppers are concerned about not having enough money for food. 
Agreed. Inflation has overtaken contracting COVID-19 as shoppers' main concern when procuring foods and beverages. Shoppers have noticed high prices, especially for gas and groceries, and it is affecting how they shop and what they buy. For example, 59% of shoppers reported gas prices rising sharply, and as a result of these rising gas prices, 32% of all shoppers say they shop fewer times per month, and 22% say they visit fewer retailers per trip. Shoppers have noticed that some higher cost categories like fresh meat and seafood are now out of reach for some, with shoppers reporting that they've only shopped sales or have traded down to frozen or packaged seafoods and meats. Yes, we also know that lower income households, those making $35,000 or less annually, are more affected by inflation and have changed how they shop and what they buy to a greater extent than those with higher annual incomes. These more affluent shoppers engage in many of the same cost-saving strategies, like buying more private brands, shopping sales, and using loyalty programs, but not necessarily out of necessity. Rather, these shoppers are performing the theatrics of thrift, our cultural, cultural moral obligation to be frugal and act responsibly for our families. Right. Nobody wants to pay more than they have to, and everybody loves a good deal. That is certainly true, Shelley. Well, our time is almost up, but before we go, I think we should share that shoppers aren't really thinking about channel when they shop, but they have notably shifted from the grocery channel to the mass channel to fulfill their food and beverage needs. Mass shows a lot of strength in online shopping and fresh food offerings have certainly improved over the past two years. Some qualitative research participants remarked that they actually think of Target as a food store now and that they never used to. They did say that, and shoppers who shop a mass retailer tend to shop both online and in-store at the same retailer. While shoppers often love their chosen mass retailer, usually it's Target or Walmart, they've complained to us in the qualitative research that their online experience and their in-person experiences don't often match up. For instance, items they can order online, they can't get in-store and vice versa. And items that are out of stock online are actually available in-store. And this is a really frustrating experience for shoppers. So there seems to be opportunity to create a truly omni-channel experience for shoppers, which should improve their overall satisfaction. Agreed. The full study, Food Sourcing in America, will be published next week. There's so many more insights we could share, and there's a lot of opportunities for retailers and food service providers to put these insights to work. But until next time, thanks everyone for joining us with this episode of The Insatiable Appetite, and we look forward to you joining us next time.